0: Thanks for joining us for another intriguing edition of the Stack Pack. Perhaps you can help us solve a mystery. What's up, guys? Um, mm-hmm. You make it sound so fun every week. <laughs> yes. I just get a little bit, a little bit more
1: uh, hyped. Um, hey guys, we're going to be talking about missing and dead people, and it's going to be great. How are uh, you doing today?
0: Yeah, that's that's true. That's it's a great that's, podcast for kids. That is. <laughs> it's a great day to be dead. Well. It's okay. If you think about it, more people are dead than, uh, than are alive, by a lot. So, mm, respect. Wow. Respect. I never thought about that. Really? Wow, that was <laughs> yeah, deep. I never, I never thought about <laughs> that. Shit I think about all the time. All right, here we are. Episode 16. Here we go, guys. 16. Wow.
1: Uh, this is our... We get our license today. No, no yeah, foreplay? Yeah.
0: No Le- foreplay today, David? We're just going right in? The last episode was our quinceanera. Yeah. And today and today's our sweet 16.
1: So Look episode. out, America! We don't need adults to drive.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. P- pretty 16. soon we'll be able to buy our own cigarettes. Our last ep- <laughs> Our last episode was uh, um, driver's permit, and and this episode we could drive by ourselves and pick up all the cute girls and go to oh, yeah. and go to podcast parties that have podcasts over
1: sixteen episodes and more. <clears throat> and provided all of our passengers are over the age of eighteen. <laughs>
0: No, well yeah. <clears throat> Alright. So yeah, episode sixteen. I'm your host, David Howell, as always. Um I'm joined across from me Road Dan, currently still at home, Daniel Benavides. And as always, um Eli in Dallas. Eli Dominguez. Hi Eli. Over here
2: on the other side of Texas. Where Hi, the uh, Eli. <laughs> we we still routed horses to work. You do? And where the women's hair is still pretty big, yeah. To be uh, closer to God.
0: A lot more y'alls in that part of Texas than there are here. What's the name of your horse, Eli?
2: Um, Seabiscuit.
1: Seabiscuit.
0: That's the that's the best horse name that's, you That's I got? With. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's all the right. best one. Sometimes um, I call him Stud.
2: Stud.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> so, uh...
1: Stud not bud.
2: Stud McKenzie. <laughs>
0: stud McKenzie. <laughs> so here we are um, back to tell you some more stories that were presented, uh over 20 years ago
1: by the great Robert Stack
0: actually almost like pretty much 30 years ago by the great Robert Stack and the team over at Unsolved Mysteries Um, and today's a doozy there's a bunch of updates too that we'll just briefly cover because we you know they updated them already already. see our
2: previous episodes (laughs) yeah
0: yeah we'll we'll mention them so the first one is a um, what is this a wanted case because Uh, no
2: unexplained death unexplained
0: Unexplained Death. death there you go uh, this happened in Walnut Creek, California, which is an affluent suburb of San Francisco. Um, <clears throat> so it's pretty much by San Francisco. and uh, It's our, in the burbs. Our story starts with a, a blue Corvette. Um, a parking lot attendant finds a person sleeping in a blue Corvette, and he looks closely, and the person is dead. <clears throat> and the person has been shot two times. Um, the person in question... Was Lester Garnier, and he was a thirty-year-old cop, undercover. <clears throat> yeah, he was an undercover thirty-year-old undercover cop who had. Uh, he was kind of an interesting guy. We're going to talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he worked for the San Francisco PD, but he lived, he lived
1: in Three Lives.
0: Uh, he lived in nearby Con- Concord? Concord, Concord,
1: California. Con-
0: yeah, so he lived nearby Concord. Um, <gasps> so he didn't live uh, in Walnut Creek or San Francisco, but he was an SFPD officer.
1: <laughs> I Say that again.
0: So when they found his body, naturally, um, the Walnut Police and the San Francisco PD were investigating.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cops don't take lightly to cop killers.
0: Yeah, they really don't. And why? You know, why would they? Uh, yeah, they killed one of our own. Sorry, I I just, killed him.
2: Yeah, they got to get him um, by any means necessary.
0: So uh, he was a pretty cool dude. Um he had a bunch of different lives. This guy, Lester had.
2: Yeah, he, you could say that again.
0: So, it, so he uh, lived with his parents, right? Did he still lived yeah. with his parents? Wa-
2: Robert Stack called him a walking contradiction. He did. Yeah. H- harsh. <clears throat> harsh.
0: <clears throat> harsh that nice, Robert Stack.
2: That was not nice, Robert Stack.
0: Yeah, it seemed. But kinda, I mean, it's it true. I mean... kind of harsh when you said it, right? A little mean. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Are you being a bully, Mister Stack?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's already dead. You <laughs> have to sorry. rub it in. You've got to make it worse. Okay, oh. so he was a good son. Uh, he lived. He lived with his parents, right? And well, his parents lived yep. with him. His, yeah, his parents owned, owned he, a home he and his parents. Yeah. He took care yeah. of them.
2: I actually, uh, I wrote down. Oh, I tried writing it down verbatim because I felt like it was important to the, to get a kind of a feel who this guy was. It says to his friends, he was a devoted son. Uh, who lived? Oh, I'm sorry. That was to that, his that to his. That was to his parents. So to his friends, he was uh, he lived and loved in the fast lane. Lived um, and, and loved. To, <laughs>
0: wee, yeah. He was a Hudson. player.
2: Yeah, and uh, to Ladies his family, uh, to I'm sorry, to his friends <laughs> on the force, he was first and foremost a dedicated cop. So yeah, he is uh, all three.
0: Yeah, that's pretty – it's a lot of different things, like straight mm-hmm. – Total polar opposites. A straight lawman. Polar opposites. Uh, I mean, not really. Just having a good time and uh, um, being – Good time, good life. Being in, maybe,
1: be, maybe being in the company say,
2: of pretty ladies. May, I mean, that's maybe you could say weird. he loved the good life.
0: Oh, could, yes. Could one say that? Yeah, he does, he does actually say that in this, doesn't he, at some point? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He enjoys the finer things. And uh, no, actually, no. That's not in this. That's in this episode, but not in this. specific Yeah, but case. not in this specific case. <laughs> we'll get to you.
2: Um, we'll get to you. <laughs> sit I back you. down. I, I, I see you there, <laughs> <Yeah>. Mister. <laughs> what was his last name? Get this guy I see the you there, source. Angelo. Yeah. Oh yeah, Angelo's there. Yeah, he's on the All
0: right, let's get back on track. So we'll get to you. When um, it's time. He he wasn't like we said. He was an undercover cop, and to be more specific, he worked in the mission dis- mission, mission district area. Um, of of uh, San Francisco, I guess, and uh, this used to be like a nice suburb, but nowadays it's a low income neighborhood with lots of uh, prostitutes, ladies littered. of the night, littered, <laughs> littered with, with prostitutes. prostitutes. Um, so he would pose as a customer because he was he was like a, a young enough guy. Um, and he uh, arrested a bunch of prostitutes. And I like yeah. the way they also, they also <laughs> mention
1: that he... Uh, oh, the whores spoke highly of him. Yeah, the whores. Yeah. Were, yeah, the whores. <laughs> the, they don't say whores. Even though he arrested me, he the did it in the most highly. kindest and professional manner. He's real, he was a real sweetheart. He let me finish after, before he uh, read me my rights.
2: <laughs> I, I imagine these... Uh, Ladies of the night will just be really <laughs> PC with
0: it. And uh, uh I be- or prostitutes I, I, is, you know, that's I, technical. I guess yeah. technical enough. <laughs> I was just trying to be nice. Anyways, mm-hmm. I would imagine
2: that they would talk to each other. Like, didn't you? Like, hey, don't talk to that guy. He's a cop. Like, he's a really, really nice times- undercover cop. <laughs> yeah, how many times do you like? Oh, it's how many Susan's turn tonight to, 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 to go, go
1: to jail.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you but- know. Like he he didn't seem. I bet you the prostitutes did like him because he didn't seem like somebody <laughs> that needed prostitutes. He had his. Did cool, he wear a disguise? Well, he had his cool nineteen eighty four blue slick Corvette, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And and he was young. He was like thirty, and he was a handsome guy. They showed pictures of him. He was handsome. He he didn't it didn't need a prostitute. So I don't know. Like I, I feel like any anybody who just gets prostitutes just because like. I think, and you're you know you have like a good job and you're like pretty good looking yeah. probably just like a creepy like sex maniac, you know you gotta, <laughs> so the thing is is just a, you know just like, ah, oh, yeah, this person you're thinking of hires escorts, <clears throat> oh yeah, just doesn't go to mission district like this yeah. this place they explain, which doesn't sound they too go nice. to hotel lobby bars, well, you know yeah. what they
2: say, the vet gets or they call wet. a number.
0: Wait 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 wait! <laughs> the Ooh, vet you
2: guys missed my joke. You guys went. My joke went right over your heads. Is the vet? <laughs> I said. If, you know what they say, the vet gets them wet. <laughs> no.
0: The vet. What's the vet? I'm the, the, Corvette. Corvette. the, Corvette. the Corvette. Oh shit! I'm uh, sorry. Little blue Corvette. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you say the vet gets them wet, yeah. Okay, that's funny. But at the same time, no. He's paying for this shit. Yeah, he's paying for
2: it. <laughs> She's a, there's a there's a girl that works out here who's really nice to me during the night. She also works at Quiznos. She's really nice to me out here. Not so nice to me at Quiznos. <laughs>
0: the, the, That's an uh, Aziz sorry joke. <laughs> oh yeah. So no, I, I was gonna say in, in the uh, e- even in the uh, speaking of the blue Corvette, um, in the reenactment, the lady it shows him like slow down with a t- uh, next to a car with some pretty babes. And he's like, oh, hey, yeah. really nice car. And that's one of the reactions. Yeah, they said he was. They
2: they said he was charming. That he used it cool. when he was on the force too. That's when they lead into the whole, uh, yeah, the prostitutes even talked. the horse thought he was really nice.
0: Really good with the prostitutes that he arrested. <laughs> um <clears throat> in uh and then and then they talk about this that has nothing to do with anything, but they I guess I feel like we should mention it because it's weird. They're like, in fall of 1988, some mayoral candidate got charged oh, for yeah. hooking up mm-hmm. with underage prostitutes. And they were like, and this guy was like, he was working at the time, is pretty much what they say. <laughs> and then someone's like, no, we don't think that has anything to do with anything. And then they move on. Well, the, like, no, they, hey, they were trying to elude it because Skip one it. of the houses that he. Uh, yeah.
1: That's completely was casing happened to be one of the houses that homeboy visited? Did they say so, that? Yeah,
0: that? They, I don't even think they were that specific. They're they, just like they, it, they he, were, he was working the same place, the same. They were trying to like
2: they were trying. What they were trying to do was actually like connect them. They wanted them to connect. They, yeah, they were saying that it was his fault. Like basically saying that <clears throat> this guy got killed. Put a hit of out a on sleazy him. Mayor. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know why they mentioned that, but it's dumb. And then, and then they also mention it's just like they're looking for other like uh, possibilities of things that could have something to do with it, like you said. But uh, they also talk about room. Uh, they also mentioned rumors of the SF of the San Francisco police being involved. <clears throat>
1: oh yeah, like didn't ten officers like submit their sidearms to prove that it wasn't them or something like that? Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. What? That's I don't remember that part.
0: Either. That's crazy. Um. Um, so about twelve hours before they found the body, he was like planning on to go he was planning on riding into San Francisco to meet some friends. He called them uh, from his car phone um, and <laughs> oh, cancelled yeah. his plans. So fucking cool, man. Dude, I wish I had
2: a car phone. Dude. You had a car phone in that time?
0: That eighties Corvette would look so pristine, like the the inside when it showed him driving when when it showed him driving it. It just and he picked up that phone. Oh man. It looks so I could, boss. I could smell the new car. Mm. Sweet ride, sweet ride.
1: Could just smell that Miami cocaine. So,
0: <laughs> so, so that's the last time anybody uh, heard from him when he called and canceled his plans. Um, and he was, uh, and then yeah, then the next time anybody and then he s- got dead. The next time somebody saw him was and, at eleven thirty when they found the car.
2: Yeah, and in the beginning of the episode, uh, the officer who was um i guess went to investigate and, and he said there was not a lot to go on there was no clear motive uh yeah. fingerprints there was some fingerprints that were identified that were unidentified um which will come into play later
0: yeah um we actually i i don't know if you did a little digging eli but yeah of course. we sure did ooh, oh, yeah.
1: um
0: so th- this is when the carpet uh the carpet man
1: the carpet layer. Yeah, the carpet layer was working. <laughs> he was working late at night. He was laying late at some night, carpet, laying down mm. the
0: carpet. Um, I, I mean, I guess that sounds sexual, but I don't, I don't know what it would mean. <laughs> eh, skip it, skip it. Um, <laughs> so it's there. Yes. I feel like it's there. We just
2: got to keep digging. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's there somewhere. Just got to pick away <laughs> at it. Um, so he heard he heard two shots, which he thought were fireworks because it was a week after uh, Fourth of July. And then um, he saw two ladies, one shorter and one taller, um, walk across the parking lot and get into their respected separate cars. Um, yeah. <clears throat> one was in their 20s and one was in their 30s. One was blonde. And, uh, and then when they were looking for other clues and other uh, p- witnesses, possible witnesses, they also saw um, some guy driving by the area saw this tall blonde girl. Get out of the Corvette, walk around to the side, and kind of peer into the driver's kind of side. In, yeah. She got out of the passenger side, walked around, t- uh, took a look at the driver's side, kind of maybe making just looking at her handiwork, if mm-hmm. you will.
2: Make sure he's real, real dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, these fingerprints, no dice, nothing more found on the fingerprints. Who uh, discovered the body? Um, it was the, the it
1: was like a groundskeeper, right? Yeah, the, yeah, He was a groundskeeper, the parking
0: lot he, he, attendant.
1: Did, did you notice or, in the reenactment the dude had like a backpack leaf blower on him? And it yeah, but there was at night, yeah, yeah, and, and it was know, daytime. And no, not suit, just yeah.
2: that, not just that, but it was like in a parking lot. Like he was there was no leaves there. <laughs> what is he doing?
0: Yeah, and then or maybe maybe I got that detail wrong, but that's what I wrote down. That they found the body eleven thirty p.m. That's what the Wikipedia says, and they. And so yeah. why was he? Why was the, the reenactment? The reenactment was. Maybe in the they morning. forgot to put on that like really bad filter that kind of makes day look like night in old eighties movies. <laughs> um, but but anyways. <laughs> so, ah, the night filter. So so they they tell the us about filter. the partial fingerprint, but they can't release that name because they say the update pretty much is that they don't they didn't have enough to arrest this person.
2: Oh, um, but we know. But we know because the fucking but we internet. Know.
0: Um. <laughs> Um, there was this article that's easily able that's easily found online from, like, 2009, and it's about a Catherine Coons, 44, who... who
2: Is that how you pronounce Coons? his name? I was calling her Catherine. I was calling her cunts. No, Catherine, Catherine cunts. Coons. Coons. Cunts. I was like, oh, Catherine Coons. It's got to be
0: Catherine Coons. I'm not Catherine calling this... Cunts. I'm not calling this... <laughs> With a K. I'm not calling a former <laughs> prostitute Catherine Coons. This isn't a Roger Moore, James Bond movie. This isn't, like, a bad 70s yes, Bond movie. Yes, Coons. Oh, Miss Kuntz. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of the joke, but whatever, it's not there. So, so a, we're calling her Catherine Kuntz, because that's her name. Um, oh, Cunty. She, she. We're thinking she's the blonde. Is there what everyone's thinking? She was deported yeah. to Scotland in 2009, um, um, which is what this article is about. How is still making this uh, investigation all these all those years later still making the investigation quite difficult for them to solve. So. This girl, Catherine Coons, was. um, (laughs) She was. You want to say cuts now, don't you? She was a cocaine addict, and she was actually in jail at the time when she got deported. Prison. She was in prison at the time of uh, when she. um, for
1: cocaine stuff when she got deported. And she looked like death. She was suspected to be a prostitute in the San Francisco area, but she never had any run ins with the law there. And then her and her husband, ooh, check that out. Husband, uh, they moved to I think it was like Virginia or something, and that's when she got brought up on charges. Oh, she tried to kill her husband. Yeah, she
0: paid someone. She paid no, like another I another lady to kill
1: her husband, and she got arrested for that oh, too.
0: That's
2: yeah, cool. like that. I mean, that's not cool, but it and is. And the, oh, the crazy <laughs> thing about it is so, like she that's really entertaining. Yeah, so tries
1: to but, get her tries to have her husband killed. Gets caught. Gets arrested. Goes to court, and her husband testifies for her. Oh. <laughs> wow. She must have had some charm, that coot.
2: She has a picture up, and that's no lady. That's a man. That's a man, baby. <laughs> that's a man, a <laughs> Yeah, she's There's one that she, she looks, looks pretty, really rough. She
0: looks pretty rough, but she is like, you know, almost... Yeah, well, I mean, but when she's arrested... I mean, I guess we don't know how old she is. She's in her 40s, but she looks like she could be like in her 60s. Um,
1: Coke is hell of a drug.
2: Yeah. Cocaine's a Cocaine's
0: hell of a drug. Cocaine's
2: <laughs> a hell of a drug. <laughs> but her... She she resembles the she resembles the composite that they that they had in I mean it was pretty it was a pretty generic composite but kind of the same haircut, some of the same facial features. I so she
0: she always denied having anything to do with Garnier and his killing, but um and she's been review- she's been uh, interviewed a bunch. Fruitice Garnier? She she also uh <laughs> the
2: hair, the hair. <laughs> looks real silky thanks I
1: moisturize so essentially they, this case is technically solved but kind of not solved because the person yeah. well they know did who
2: did it, but they just don't have an, enough, enough to evidence
1: to bring her to justice bitch but she's no longer allowed in the. US so I mean I guess yeah. that's Real. a good
0: thing Well well the thing is is apparently in new in the the more recent developments, um, there's two other people that were linked to the crime, but their names mm-hmm. haven't been released. And just because she was there doesn't mean she actually shot. Um, and they, yeah, like just a partial fingerprint was found. Right, and, that's true. Um,
2: just she was just there, and it could have been at any time. And she had a. She was in. His,
0: she definitely had a shady uh, life. She was. Uh, uh, she wasn't arrested. Like they couldn't find. They couldn't find anything linking her to to Garnier.
1: But no, like yeah, there was no evidence of any. Of her knowing him, him knowing her, other than the fingerprint on the hood yeah. of her car. So all they
2: have is the he
1: she matched what the witnesses saw and
2: the description the in, the, in his yeah. car.
1: She she so that was it. She promised but I mean she tried to kill her husband, so I mean she didn't yeah. did. It.
0: She promised her uh she promised her uh a teenage girl fifteen thousand dollars of life insurance if if she would shoot Damn. her husband. That's and terrible. and that girl was convicted, but Coons was acquitted after her husband testified, like he said for her.
1: For her, like, so
0: this poor fucking wow. girl. Yeah, she she sucks. Wow.
1: Dun did it. Yeah. But what would have been the motive?
0: There, I mean, yeah,
1: maybe he arrested yeah, her maybe. girlfriends.
0: Well, I mean, she's she's when, as she gets older, she's she's done it before. She, um, she does it to somebody else. Maybe somebody. Gave her a bunch of money to kill him because of all the prostitutes that he arrested, and when she gets mm-hmm. older, she tried to do the same thing: give a bunch of money to this girl, so she can get somebody she needs to kill. When killed. I
1: was a dumb teenager, I Who was giving a bunch of cash to murder someone, so I'm going to give you that opportunity, honey.
0: Who knows? Um, yeah. So it weird. As of 2009, yeah, the, sort of unsolved. Uh, no, I mean, as of 2009, the partial fingerprints are hers, and they're giving they're offering 250 thousand dollars for any information. <clears throat> And that's about all we know. Poor Lester it's Garnier. About all she wrote. You know, he could have been a weird, shady dude that, you know, as well, but we w- we would never know that. Um, right. His reputation remains pretty clean as of now, and from what's presented, he seems like a nice guy. Um, only 30 years old. Bummer. So the next we get an update on Arthur Frankfurt, who was the, the guy who just married a bunch of ladies and stole a bunch of stuff from them. Um uh we saw this update when we covered this if you're watching along with us on Amazon but he uh uh yeah <laughs> that detail just is still funny about the uh the the really chubby investigator who's like who asked him if he did magic <laughs> oh yeah i know <laughs> and I he's like yeah, yes, yes and he's very good at it he's like and i knew we had our man I knew it and then somebody called and said that they were his neighbor and that was like the linchpin and they they got the fuck so
1: Mr.
2: Magic Man
0: yeah dude <laughs> okay wait
1: funny this next case is kind of crazy I, I don't think we're going to be making fun of it dude this
0: one's a fucking this is like the real twin peaks like this is q david uh, lynch is, music now yes dude oh, give us the intro this is the story of kathy hobbs And this is a twisty and turny one, and it's fucking. This one really. This honestly, I'm not gonna lie. This one spooked me hard, big ol' spooks. Spooked me to the bone. Spookeroni and cheese, bro. Um, (laughs) I apologize. That was a bad joke. This is an unexplained death. It happened um, uh, in Las Vegas, about a mile from all the action. July 23rd, 1987. 16-year-old Kathy Hobbs. Uh, she's reading a romantic novel in her room and she's like I'm done with this and then she tells her mom she's gonna go down to the store and Christopho. she's gonna and she's gonna <laughs> and she's gonna go down to the store and she's gonna pick up another book um,
1: which she is was a constant reader
0: yes yeah, total constant reader and this is and this is uh, something she does all the time um, the mom wasn't worried uh, the mom does mention the the kiss which I think is a little creepy second time watching it because of what comes next that she's like, uh, uh, give me a kiss, you know, because I might be, you might be asleep when I when I leave, um, because when she would walk to the store, she would stop at the uh, swimming pool at the nearby apartment complex that I guess a bunch of her friends hung out at, and she would usually have someone come with her to the store and hunky door, you know, good time. It's, uh, I guess it turns out this particular night nobody was hanging out at the pool. So she, I guess, went on by herself.
2: Man. <clears throat> 11 p.m., walks to the store to walk, buy a book.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, this is Vegas, right? Like, that's the it's guy a, It's say.
1: a 24-hour town. Like I mean, the, the particular exactly store the she was going to was open 24 hours a day, and it wasn't like a small store. It was fairly large. Yeah. It's
2: Vegas. It's popping at so all nice. hours. It's Vegas, baby. It's Vegas. What People say New York's a city
1: life? that never sleeps. No, it's Vegas. Oh, it does? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, it goes in the dark?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh that's cool. What are you guys doing (laughs) up? We're leaving tomorrow. You guys need to be in bed. Go lay down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come out anymore.
1: So you guys are driving to Florida, right? No, 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 we're
2: flying. (laughs) Oh, you must be rich. No, I got cheap ass seats. (laughs) With spirit.
1: You're like we're riding
2: steerage. Dude, yeah. I'm I'd be lucky if I get there.
0: So, uh, so, uh, uh, so she's walking to the store by herself. The lights are popping. So it's, it's Las Vegas. Um, um, the next wait. Okay. And then her mom. Okay. And then this is where it gets very straight up. Like twin, the television program, twin peaks, like her, her mom fucking has a dream that's like really bad. And then she just feels like a hit on the head and then she's like oh, okay it's all over and then it, it just went away she remembers all of this
2: <laughs> yeah she, it says that she, she she didn't think about it at the time but looking back on it that it was it seemed very significant
0: <clears throat> and this is yeah that's where it gets really creepy there's like a peaceful feeling like it was all over
1: and that, uh, yeah and that's kind of like where it really starts to take the turn cuz that's when robert stack yeah, talks about how it gets more uh, creepy she didn't have like a happy childhood as a child sh- child she would obsess about her not living to see her sixteenth birthday
0: yeah when she yeah. was uh, when she was eight, she started telling her friends that she wouldn't live to be an adult, yeah, but it was because <laughs> Some... they
2: they t- that that's really creepy. They touch on her her relationship with her dad that they were really close when they got a divorce, and then I guess she had a friend who died. Of um of a heart of a heart disease yeah because yeah, a complication and uh,
0: so a little girl died or kind of, I'm guessing
2: maybe that maybe that I think they said that that was kind of where they they started seeing this weird with her talking about not living past the age of sixteen she,
0: she just knew that she wouldn't yeah. that she wouldn't have a long life oh, so weird oh, that's uh, so weird <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah like premonitions that she would die young is how they put and it and
1: that was the uh, the whole reasoning for, cause they're not originally from Vegas. They're from Reno. Yeah. They and moved they, uh, and they moved to Vegas because her friend had passed away and, and her mom wanted to give her a fresh start, an opportunity to get oh. away
2: from that environment. Wow. So that whole thing put everything in motion. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. She, uh, yeah, the mom does. The mom mentions think, that if they had
1: stayed in Reno,
0: if they had stayed in Reno, you know,
2: would this have happened? Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have happened at the same time. Um, maybe it would have happened by another guy. Maybe so, it would have happened on her 17th
0: birthday. So so, yeah. so they moved to Vegas, and things seem to be going well. But, um, you know, she makes friends, uh, like but we that's mentioned weird, earlier. though. Why,
2: okay, Reno Reno's also kind of like, is, don't they gamble there, too? Why would they move to Vegas? It's just, just
0: a different place, I think, is what it was.
2: Yeah, but why... why Same
1: area, guess, but just like know, a start, but a r- refresh. Mom worked for a casino and, you know, just transferred to the Vegas location. <laughs> she we had don't a know. gambling
2: problem. She just wanted to be around some... Uh,
1: had to be within, you know, 600 yards of a slot machine. <laughs> I mean, think <laughs>
2: about of, it. Lots know, of sluts
0: like, out there. You have like a lot of... Uh, Slots. You have a lot of... Sluts. Lot of family I call members. them sluts. The like, slut machines. Like, like you have a lot of family members in uh, Reno. Vegas isn't too far. It's not that, uh, that much of a leap um and it's just like a new town just to refresh which is kind of good for a kid especially with all that bad stuff lingering um but like you know so she makes new friends in vegas and things seem to be going well but she uh, as she gets closer to her 16th birthday she starts to like you know get a little melancholy again and she like tells her mom that she doesn't want to grow up that she wants to stay a little girl and I don't think these are reasons of her, like, you know, being wanting to be like Peter Pan or anything. I think it's just, like, she knows that she's <laughs> a not going to... general fear knows, of knows, that her days are numbered. Yeah, that she knows yeah, she's, so she, she, she knows for a fact that she won't be an adult, so she just wants to be a kid. And it's... Ugh, yeah, it gives me goosebumps. It's really Dude, scary. even
2: you saying that is creepy.
0: Yeah, like like, she didn't... It's not like, I won't grow up, you know? It's not like... It's no, not it's like, like youthful joy. It's like I just want to stay a child. So I this you know. So so, so I don't die. <sighs> yeah, I don't true. want to be dead. You can So we're all pretty
1: creeped out by this one. Yeah. Um, and then the day of her sixteenth birthday, or like the day after, like she wakes up and like her sister's interview. Super happy. And she's like, and, and it was just a miracle. Like, I mean, she was. Like, I, I did it. Like, I did it. I'm, I'm alive. I'm, I'm, I'd lived to see 16. Yeah, yeah.
0: I made it. I didn't think I'd live to see 16. I did it. I'm alive as well. Yeah. <sighs> uh, and um,
2: that's just so heartbreaking because we know what comes next. <laughs>
0: that's so scary that a kid would have to, like, it's have, pretty this, fucked have, up. This, have impending doom like that. It, it yeah. freaks me the fuck out. It's really really scary.
1: Waking up and saying, "Oh, thank God I lived to see this day," is something a 95-year-old should be saying, not, yeah, a, 16-year-old. not a 16-year-old. A cancer For survivor,
0: sure. or something, you know, not like a, you know, a teenage girl with everything in front of her. Yeah, it's no, really yeah, absolutely. Um, so um this is when we get more into the actual night again. Um a clerk did remember seeing her because uh just a little preface before that. Um of course, this was a big deal. By the second day, they were pretty sure she was abducted, because so this went out to all the media; it was everywhere. So this is when we get the story of the clerk who says that he saw her buy a book, mm-hmm. and they were able to determine that somebody did buy a paperback and only a paperback at eleven seventeen so, that night. So, so she, she
2: did. So she did make it to she, the store. Is what they're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. She she bought her book. Mm-hmm. She just never got to read it.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, and you could
2: say it was a killer
0: novel. Or <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty bad. No, yeah, actually, but but while we were watching the episode, yours is better than mine. While we were watching the episode, I was like, "Must have been a good book." So, but yeah, Dan's <laughs> is better for sure. Uh, do you read *Sutter Kane*? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, nine days later, in Lake Mead. This is a second mention of Lake Mead. Who who was caught oh. at Lake Mead in an earlier episode? Somebody was caught at Lake Mead. Um, uh,
1: the. Dude they're all that, getting uh, jumbled up <laughs> no it's a, it's the dude that uh stole all the memorabilia from like San francisco i think it was or, or the california i don't know oh he, the sports memorabilia a... yeah yeah i forget his name though somebody was you're caught right. in an updated at
0: lake at lake mead
2: you're you're absolutely right david I mean Dan, <laughs> that was that was correct
0: uh, but okay so nine uh, um yeah nine days later in lake mead um hike Rick, hiker rick we'll call him hiker rick uh, found <laughs> he found Kathy's body and how did he find her though? He was looking yeah, for rare. <laughs> I was going to say that he's looking. he say? He was looking for rare rock r- crystals. Rock crystals, and I unusual was like,
1: unusual rock crystals. Yeah, I
0: was telling Dan, I was like, it, maybe like he, crack rock. I think it was just glass that he was finding. And he thought it was some <laughs> sort of precious gem. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel bad for
2: rag, uh, ragging on this guy, but Hikerick, I was going to say what yeah. you said. 'Cause you said uh the guy's name. I was all you could say it again. A virgin was out looking for rock crystals <laughs> and found her remains, aka Uncle Rico. Uh,
1: <laughs> this one's really unique. This one has a red and white emblem on it that says Coca Cola. We don't know how old it is. Uh, but then they
2: started interviewing the guy. I'm like, Oh, he seems like a he seems like a nice guy. Yeah,
1: his
0: his testimony's weird. He's like, of course, it was the most horrible thing he'd ever seen. And the way he says he had to, like, sit down and, like, just make sure, like, what he was actually just seeing. Just sit
1: down and gander at the body it's, and make sure it was real.
0: Yeah, dude, that's, that's like, uh, I can't imagine that. But that might be something I would do. Like, what? Like, is, really? this isn't, you know, you see a bunch of movies and stuff. I don't know. Oh, it's if like, I was in
1: that situation, I'd They're like, I think I saw a body. You know what? I'm going to call. I'm just, yeah. just going to call. So he.
0: Yeah. So he eventually, Better safe than sorry. He eventually gathers himself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would get out of there as soon as possible, too, probably. But he gathers himself and uh, calls the cops. And once the cops get out there, like, within 20 minutes, they, they're, they know that they've found uh, poor Kathy. So the cop wanted to... Oh, yeah. And then the cop... I mean, the cop says this really powerful but also terrifyingly creepy thing about how it's like when he finds this girl. He's like, it's something that makes you... He's like, I want to, like, grab my daughter and show her this and be like, this is oh. why... I don't want I don't you to want do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I get the message, but whoa, I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. It's rough. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 do that. Yeah, That's a bad idea. I
0: get, I, I get it. We get it, but yeah, that don't <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Do not show your daughter that. Um, so um around the body they find tire imprints looking like somebody backed up. They see two rocks with blood on it. And they are immediately able to determine the cause of death was uh, blunt force trauma with the these large rocks. Um, and uh, and now we get back to the creepy premonition part of the story, which is uh, the mom found these letters in mm. the in Kathy's room, addressed to the family members, the immediate family members. And the mom reads her personal letter, and it's just like you know, don't be sad about my death and just think of me always
1: you were a good mom dude i'm telling you this
0: this like this reminds me so much of laura palmer just like knowing like you know i don't know i've I've, i'm super twin peaks fan so i've even read the diary of laura palmer which is a novel and it's like that's how it is like she knew that she you know she just like she knew that something bad was going to happen, and her life was going to end. Maybe, maybe she didn't know something bad was going to happen, Kathy Hobbs. But, like, but she knew her. She wasn't going to. Also, well, you know what I was thinking? Maybe the mom just invented the whole premonition thing as well. <laughs> but maybe that's an option. That's it's a real possibility. Let's be honest. But I don't know. This story really makes really, good really, television. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that would it would bum me out. But that this is a very very creepy story. I don't believe it because the way the sister tells the story about her coming downstairs, like being happy she's alive. like like yeah. when 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 the daughter saying uh, you know, when his her sister is saying that, for some reason, yeah. it rang more true than uh, maybe the mom because she said so much of the story. Just Did you just hear that bell ring?
2: Yeah, no, it was over here. It was like <laughs> the dogs. I let the dogs out. Uh. Sorry, you're gonna probably have to edit a lot of this quote No, quote I mean, like, like
0: that part I just said, I can just take your audio out because I was talking the whole time, so it doesn't. Yeah. matter. it doesn't matter. Science, science, bitch. So yeah, so these letters, man. She, she, she was just like, "Don't be sad and think of me always." Fuck. Um, um.
2: So did he ever catch this son of a bitch? Well.
0: Sort of. Um the first thing i want to talk about is the the message that was left on the answering machine of the Las Vegas police oh, department yeah. wow. and it it was uh it was this person said that they had been out of town for a while, but they wanted to tell, they wanted to report this, that they saw. Why wouldn't you have reported it immediately? Like, Oh, I'm
1: just going to sit on this for a month while I go. Yeah. It's like
2: even a month. I think it said he was gone for a few months. I thought that the the recording, it's like,
0: it's like you you can still call long distance for like a kidnapped girl, you know, I don't know. So, so this guy said that he saw, uh, a man maybe to grab this girl and she was wearing exactly what, uh, the pink pants and the white jacket. And, uh, and um, that she, that he had heard the name Robbie. And uh, and they could never figure out who this guy was, and they weren't able to call him. He, uh, he never called he back. never called back. They yeah. pled
2: for they were like call back please, and he never called back.
0: And uh, he did give him a license uh, plate that didn't turn out to be anything. Oh the yeah, license didn't plate didn't exist. Yeah. Um. So this is where we, this is where it gets interesting. Unsolved mysteries is not going to tell you all about this guy, but we actually did a little more digging. They are well,
2: definitely going to tell you all about this
0: guy. They did find out about uh Michael the uh Michael Lee Lockhart was eventually um well I he was considered a the person who It's confusing. Did it. He did it, but a person of interest. Yes. It's confusing.
2: <laughs> well,
0: actually well, Wait, let's see. Let's
2: un- let's unconfuse it for them.
0: Yeah. So Michael Lee Lockhart um it says that uh, they found out that he did it, and he was executed. That's all they tell you on unsolved mysteries. Yeah, but um, you know, I think by the time that he, uh, like, he was already wait. Okay, wait. He, he l- did l- let's a pause. So
1: basically, authorities linked her murder to serial killer Michael Lee Lockhart from Ohio, or Ohio. from Ohio, in May of 1987 because he stole a blue '86 Toyota Celica and mm. kept it until 1987. Authorities believe during that time is when he abducted and murdered Kathy. All right, well, blue fibers that were found at the crime scene were the same blue fibers of the vehicle that he had stolen. So that's kind of how they linked him up to the to the case. But they never, um, the state of Nevada didn't decide to, or decided not to pursue the case because he was already well, he had already stood trial in Texas for okay. multiple counts of murder and was yeah. looking so, at a death. Yeah. So so so
0: let's kind of uh, I kind of want to like paint this guy's uh let's paint his fucking like the the last years of his fucking um free manness. Um it says that he was implicated for the sexual assault, murder and mutilation of a 16-year-old girl in Texas. Uh no, sorry. Her name her name was Wendy Gallagher. Um and in Griffin if in Griffith, Indiana in October 1987
2: okay wait wait yeah this guy got around yes because I remember reading Texas that murderer. he had like three three different states he was wanted or, or convicted for murder or something like that
0: okay yeah so the, the girl Wendy Gallagher um, was 16 year old she was in Texas um, and then a sexual assault of his former wife in Toledo Ohio in November of 1987 and then the sexual assault, murder, and mutilation of a 14-year-old girl named God. named Jennifer Col- Colhor in Land Lakes, Florida. And that was in January of 1988. So I think in between um, whatever he did to his former wife and whatever he did to Jennifer um, was when he killed Kathy, right? I mean, that's that's got to fit right in there. So, so by the time this all came to light, and the, in in jail, he pretty much admitted to it, and they were able to, like, cre- credit cards put him there at the
1: time, right? Yeah, they found a credit card receipt yeah, in the vehicle one. that linked him up, they were like, oh, well, this credit card shows that he was in the area around this time. He, he was more than likely um, the person who did it. I was digging, actually, on the Unsolved Mystery website about this case, and there's several people that I guess are more familiar than this that, that are argue that he might actually not be the killer because he was known for stabbing his victims. And it's uncommon for a serial killer to change their, what they said, Demo. ritual.
0: Ritual, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Because
1: she was bludgeoned and all his other victims were stabbed.
0: Yeah, but
1: this is like... Uh... But then again...
0: I mean, it could have just been—you know—he was just in the it, right time. It could have been right yeah, place, it right
1: could have time. Been like he sees the opportunity. Oh, "Damn, I don't have a knife with me." Or was planning on stabbing her, and then something happened, and you she know, was had about to result. get away.
0: Yeah.
2: And so he just threw the rock. I don't know. Could be multiple different things. So
0: he was convicted of murder, and he was on death row in Indiana and Florida at the time of his of his execution in Texas. So Texas finally yeah. did it. Um, so. Um, his, his final meal was a double meat cheeseburger, French fries, and a Coke.
1: That sounds delicious. And his last words solid.
0: his last words were a lot of people view what is happening here as evil. But I want you to know that I found love and compassion here. The people who work here, I thank them for the kindness they have shown me. And I deeply appreciate all that has been done for me by the people who work here. That's all, Warden. I'm ready. Wow. <laughs> and with that uh Michael Lee Lockhart was executed in Texas. Um, so by the time he was on death row, it was just like, you know, fuck it with giving him another charge. He's going to die like soon enough. Yeah.
2: Like, and, well, we're just going to spend money. Yeah. Pursuing this guy
1: like there's no reason to. And it's, well, you also got to take into account that if they try him, then they can not execute him. And then that gives them an opportunity. And it's to a different. St-
0: it's a different state. And it's just like, oh, know. Texas is going to get this death thing done real quick. So let's yeah. go ahead and fucking kill this <laughs> slimeball piece of shit. Who, yeah, who, that's messed up. Now m-
1: serving prisoner number two sixty-nine.
0: Who murdered, raped, and killed three girls? Well, actually, we now don't. Now
1: serving prisoner number two seventy.
0: <laughs> we don't know if he killed, if he raped Kathy Hobbs. I think they would mention that, but I couldn't find anything on that. So, yeah, so I if if, if he didn't, if he didn't, that could also add to the pile of. Evidence against maybe. Him. maybe he he didn't do that. But the
2: car fibers, I think, is what they're getting at. Oh yeah, the
0: blue car fibers. I don't think I mentioned that. And the,
2: blue, the yeah, the no, you mentioned it. The blue fibers. And
0: then and then the the receipt.
2: They didn't mention it.
0: Yeah. And the receipt that uh you know linked him to the uh, to uh, the area. being in the area. Yeah. yeah. To the area. Uh, so yeah, fuck this guy. But the thing about it that really creeps me out is like, I just picture th- sure, I you. just picture this fucking creepy awful like teenage girl raping fuck just being in the right place and just seeing a girl walking down the street and and but but what creeps me out more is this poor girl's impending doom knowing knowing that something bad was going to happen to her and that and and that and this was and this was just like you know this was just some another this was just another uh victim for him and and she like this was built up in her being for ever since she was a little girl it's fucking very frightening and, yeah, um, it's super weird. And it's a um, rumor that Ca- Kathy Hobbs it, didn't live beyond literally. sixteen.
2: It did say though that the cops did talk to him and ask him about the, the the case, and he admitted to it apparently. Yeah, he
0: pretty much all but like said he did it or something. They, they yeah. say that he like I, I don't know. It doesn't ring as a true confession, but it's like yeah, he pretty much just said yeah. But yeah,
2: yeah. a lot of these a lot of these guys. They, they just say they did a, a lot of other things. A lot of them just
1: want their name to be famous when they're gone. Or, yeah. Uh, little little info on him. So uh, he was executed December 9th, 1997 at 6.24 yeah. p.m. He was the 72nd murderer executed in the United States in 1997. And nice. the 144th <laughs> murderer executed in Texas since
0: 1976. Wow. <clears throat> cool, man. Fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a
2: real piece of shit.
0: Uh, yeah, so next we get the update of Carl Dente, and um, um, we covered this a couple weeks ago. And these are the, you know, the uh, uh, the nice soldier who helped the uh, uh, Hungarian refugees. I
1: thought they were Polish. Yeah, I don't remember. Austrian?
0: No, we don't remember. Yeah, they were Austrian. No, yeah, they were Austrian. Sure. They, were Austrian. I don't think they were Austrian. Anyways, we yeah, don't remember. Sure. Um, they were refugees, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, and there was a soldier who was nice and took their daughter to a Christmas party. And actually, I was glad that I noticed this. I don't know if we noticed this last time. Or maybe they fixed it because of the confusion. Um, it says the Christmas party was for the refugee children. The American off, the American soldiers threw the Christmas party for the refugee children. So that, uh, so that it gives it us a little more context. It, to it like, just wasn't a,
1: yeah <laughs> an American private uh, soldier picking just up a random... This
2: little six-year-old girl to... Yeah. You want to take your daughter to a party? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I thought
2: Can that I was a nice little Show your daughter thing. a good time.
0: That was a nice little thing to clarify.
2: Jeez, I almost spit my beer out, to- Devin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. <clears throat> All right, so the next one, let's zoom through this one. <laughs> Just <kidding>. It's another <laughs> Orphan Train story. Yeah, this is Orphan Train Part Two Lost Loves. Dude, these. these
2: these families being torn apart like war-torn children in 1934 like this happens often this feels like it this is like a, a case like the second one's yeah, really yeah.
1: fucked up
0: so it's dude right so this is uh the story of bill bill purinton and his his search for his uh brothers and sisters so he was a retired uh businessman when this segment aired um and he was separated from his family in 1934 when he was eight um so on his birthday, even how yeah. fucked up is that? So Dude, so on August, so fucked. Yeah, fun. it's rough. So on August third of nineteen thirty four, the both of the parents are working because it's rough, and they both have to work, and the kids are preparing yeah. a birthday party, um, for, for, for for Bill, for Bill, and, Bill Jackie. and his little sister, or his sister that had they had the same birthday, and the neighbors, uh, the neighbors thought the four youngest were being neglected because I guess the parents worked all the time. So as they're having starting their party social services shows
1: up to take them. At least they were nice enough to wait until the party was over to rip them <laughs> out of It's just funny home. how
2: they were these these four strangers were like, it's like, sitting yeah. standing there. Okay,
1: for
0: it, them to just take, standing them in the them chairs them like
1: finish. I can't wait to ruin this day for them. All right. <laughs> Dude, how for
0: those yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for those who just listen and don't necessarily watch the episodes, they literally have the like four social workers standing around while the kids sing happy birthday. Um, And then they, like, let them eat cake, I suppose, and then they just (laughs) rip this family apart.
1: So they take the the, the four of the six, right? The youngest four. Hey, Billy, what do you want for your birthday? To rip away, be ripped from your home? All right, you got it.
0: (laughs) You got it. To be ripped out of the arms of your loving family? You got it. Sign me up. Yeah. (laughs) So so even, uh, yeah, even though they were throwing a sweet-ass birthday party, they took him away. So um, Bill... Oh, Bill, and his, yeah. I
2: feel bad. I feel so sad.
0: So Bill and the three youngers <laughs> were put perfect. up for adoption, and just like went to different places, and yeah. you know that's it. And and he like, like ever since that happened, he's like been searching the parents. for his like, What the fuck? Where are my kids? Yeah. What the fuck. I just went to work. What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, it's super weird. And I like the way Robert Sachs says, "Well, well-meaning social workers, yeah, tore this beautiful family apart." So he doesn't get any new information on this until 1976 when Bill uh, writes – he writes to a record clerk, uh, um, and he gets an address just by chance because, um, like, uh, the lady who was there at the time – A chance visitor. Yeah, a chance visitor was like, oh, yeah, I know that family, and I know the daughter, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, the eldest daughter.
0: Yeah. So um, he – Bill sends a letter to this address, and – and it's like, if you want to know anything about the family, like, give us a call. And she, and he's like, I called, and she's like, This is Wanda, and he's like, Are you Bill or Ed? And he's and she yeah. said, and he said, I'm Bill, and she started crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> these fucking assholes. But um, so yeah, and then so um, they were he was able to track down everybody except for Ed, his baby bro, and Jackie, the sister, um, whom he shared a birthday with. So in 1980, Helen Steinman, who worked for the New York Children's Aid Society, got that, um, she found a number for somebody she believed to be Ed. Um, And Ed got the call on Christmas Eve, and he said with one phone call Mm -hmm. he had 42 new family members, and it was just the greatest thing that could have ever happened. Um, and then there's a really nice scene where it shows all of them meeting up and it's, it's like, like the miracle. Yeah. And it's like, these, Second it's like these, it's like the montage
2: these, of them being ripped apart and saying goodbye to each other. Yeah. And then like, like these warm hellos. It's
0: kind of amazing seeing these would be strangers like run into each other's arms. Like the sister is like yelling at the top of her lungs. It. It's. Yeah,
2: the music. is very the heartwarming. Music in this episode, was I on. Point, Dude, yeah, say.
0: the creepy stuff was really creepy, and this yeah. uh, and, the, and yeah. the heartwarming stuff was very
1: heartwarming.
0: Yeah, no, the, yeah, that that was really sweet. And then um, Jackie was still missing, but our update lets us know that they eventually all got together and they found Jackie.
2: Um, pretty cool. And now their their family is whole, except for the parents
0: who probably have no idea what happened to their four youngest. <laughs> yeah, children. because they've been dead for a long time. It doesn't mention anything about the parents, so, I I mean, I'm I'm just assuming, but, yeah.
2: I'm just assuming, yeah, just as a parent, I'm trying to put myself in that situation. I'd be pissed.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, like, now that would, I mean, of course, it just wouldn't happen, but, yeah, it's so crazy. um, That they would see, like, these caring siblings throwing a party for their brother and sister, and they would take them away. Pretty wild. well Pretty wild.
2: Yeah, well-meaning. Well-meaning social who, who, who wrote,
0: which one of your writers wrote that, Robert? You gotta fire that fucker. Sorry, I'm acting like this show's on currently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what'd you do today? Well, Pookie, I ruined a family. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's uh, just man. put them on a train. Like, uh, Bill says at the beginning how he thought it was pretty exciting until he realized he was never going home. It's, f- it's shitty. Um, yeah. So the last case is uh, Missing Persons, and this one's pretty convoluted and crazy and twisty as well. Does anybody want to take this one? Sorry, I feel like I've been talking the whole time.
2: Eli- Dan, you go. Eli, no, you, you go, t- Eli. Eli. you want to take this one? You or take no? this one, Eli? Sure, I guess. So, uh, speaking of dead for a long time, <laughs> there's this guy named Angelo Desideri. <laughs> Desideri. Dis, 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 How do you pronounce this guy's name? Desideri. Desideri. Angelo
0: Desideri.
2: Des- yes. Desideri. So he was 57 years old, and it said he was a devout Catholic. Interesting guy. And he I'm... was a hardworking guy. You know, built a small fortune, and um, this is where they drop the finer things in life. Not to be confused with the good the the good life. This is apparently a different thing. Yes, finer liked, things in um, life
1: is way better than the good he, life.
0: He liked. I would imagine so. He liked the finer would, things, and that's why he owned a shopping mall. And what was the other thing he owned? An import market. He, ooh, import yeah, market.
2: Yeah, he owned a. He owned a crap ton of stuff. So, um, the that morning of Monday, June sixth, which is oddly enough that I didn't even realize it now until I just read it. That's my anniversary. <laughs> His shop was oh, closed. congratulations. Oh, thank you. So you His celebrate the anniversary
0: on the even day. Even though it's nowhere near was... that date. Yeah,
2: <laughs> not even not even close. Uh that's really funny. When I was younger, I used to tell people I was older than Michael Jordan because I didn't have I didn't know the concept of like years yet. So I just knew my birthday was on February 16th and I think Michael Jordan's birthday is like on February 18th or 17th so something right. really close so I, I remember as a kid saying that I thought I was older than Michael Jordan having no concept of time whatsoever oh, that's funny. clearly this man was way older than me <laughs> you I, were an I, I idiot. just thought because my birthday was before his I guess uh, Anyways, so back to the story his shop was closed and um, they, they, they report because it was very unusual right for his shop to be closed
0: yeah there. the shop owner like went over and like I guess contacted somebody because then his, f- the, yeah, his so, friend goes over to their house, yeah, and,
2: and this kind of starts a whole chain of events where the police end up coming to his house, and they go and it sees that everything was undisturbed. Um, they, it looked like he was preparing a lunch.
0: Yeah, um, asparagus was on the was cooking. Yeah. Asparagus was being
1: blanched. The asparagus, And charm, was in the microwave, and there's a lovely and, uh, cheese platter laid out on a TV tray in the living room. He, he, uh, his, he microwaves his chicken parm though, so gross. But yeah, which anyway. is pretty gross. <laughs> he,
0: uh, it's a different time and back you know, then,
2: they, Dave. they go through they go through the house, and you know it looked like there was nothing left. He even what I took particular notice of. Uh, this is definitely something that a guy who was about to go missing wouldn't do. Um, is it said that they found some pants that he had purchased the day before? New no pants. I think it was two two pair, two pair of pants. had buys two pair of pants. Unless they, unless they take them with them, you know what I mean. Like if you're if you're gonna buy clothes, you're gonna those clothes are gonna go with you.
0: You gotta take your uh, new they pants. They also
2: said, they said he
0: gotta take his new pants. He, he forgot his pants. Nobody forgets uh, their pants. I am not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm the detective. <laughs> Wait a second. Come over here. This pants.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, you
1: the know man what that would me would never leave his pants.
0: Who that buys brand new and pants and leaves them? And
2: this, I'm about to drop some spoilers for you guys. If you guys haven't seen American Vandal, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's <laughs> fantastic. As we turned you on
1: to that. For for it's for any so true funny. crime
0: fans, like it's a total spoof it's of so it. Or if funny. anyone just
1: likes dicks. it's so much but more yeah, than
0: than the dicks that are presented it's got in the trailer. It's got a lot of heart. You love all the kids. You love all the characters. It's oh, kind of just great. a takedown of the social media generation. If you think our dick jokes the, are right, yeah, those are better. Yeah, yeah it's really, yeah, it's really, those are really, really, really cool. <laughs>
2: um, the I was gonna say it reminded me. Of these. It wasn't me because the ball, <laughs> the ball, the ball hairs, hairs the ball
0: hairs. Well, that's no in, hairs. that's in the trailer, so that's okay. <laughs>
2: He's so, like, yeah. He's like, I don't draw dicks like that. I draw them mm. you know, just kind of like this in a line.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Anyways. There's highly a difference. Recommend go There's a difference it. for sure. Definitely. a difference. So, head. Anyways, um, they, they did find that his attache case, I like saying attache. Or, or I want
1: to know what the case. fuck is an attache case and I, a briefcase. I think it's like a bag, What's the difference? Like a briefcase. A
0: briefcase?
1: Wait, what? A briefcase and Google an attache that. case. What's the difference? Attache
2: versus briefcase. We're going to find out. And we're going to settle this for me. I must know, Eli. And let's have an awkward silence. I've always wondered. Let's have an awkward silence while. uh, An attache case. Here we go. Ready? Oh,
0: wow. An attache case
2: is a small, thin suitcase used specifically for carrying papers and documents, but can also carry a laptop. Attaché cases have a leather or metal exterior with a slim profile. A briefcase is also a flat, rectangular container and is generally used for carrying books, papers, and laptops.
0: So it's a little so bit same bigger. Shit. No, it's a little. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a little bigger. Attaché it's case is like
2: we're splitting ball hairs here. I mean, <laughs> Attache
0: case it, is like for it's the same. It's for like around the office. You want to take your work home? You bust out the briefcase. Yeah. Or so. <laughs> or like we're saying, who gives a fuck? Um, it doesn't matter. Is there like a hybrid a, it's case? A, it's a, is a slimmer. There something in between.
1: You know, brief. I and don't know. I
2: don't think there is. <laughs> splitting ball hairs. <laughs> There's splitting ball hairs here. Uh. So, anyways, it's the same thing. <laughs> Just picture a man with a briefcase. His briefcase was stolen. Uh, some jewelry and some other items. Dan, did you get the other items? Because I just kind of gla- grazed over Same. it. It was just—I know it was jewelry and attaché case and some other.
1: I, items. I, I was too busy having a complex over attaché case and briefcase. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, this is it was something like a Seinfeld that, was that Dan was saying. Was yeah. like, What's, the <laughs> What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference?
2: So, anyways, uh, they did find something that was very out of character for him because at, at what we didn't touch on was that Angelo. Uh,
0: was it was, was known to be
2: He was desidery. He, he was known to be very um, kind of like a perfectionist. His friend said he was very, uh, I, I guess, attention to detail, anal retentive kind of personality. And the fact that they, when they when they went into his garage, they noticed the car cover that for his car was just crumpled on the floor, which was very out of character. They yeah. said that if he had left, he would have folded it. Totally. Um, so it, it did. There was a, everything was pointing to. Him leaving in a hurry, um, so it just wasn't like Angelo to not acknowledge. Also, his neighbor, um, his neighbor says that the car was driving like a bat out of hell. He didn't say that, but I said it. Sped he, off, yeah. <laughs> the, he said the the car sped off, and he know he he kind of could see somebody in there, but he said it might be taller than Angelo. And uh, the guy did not acknowledge him. He's like he had just came back from out of town. He
1: would have at least waved. He's um, like, I checked his mail. God damn it! Well, well, he said, <laughs> no, he
0: did say that he had talked to him right when he got got back into town, and everything was real friendly. So it was odd that he didn't even acknowledge him. And I just want to uh, take a, a moment and say that this guy seemed like a really good stand-up neighbor. I'd like to have him in my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Unless you look too much into his window and he's got like a Nazi memorabilia. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! But <laughs> well, that's a case for a different time, I'm sure. <laughs> so, anyways, he
2: uh, they they find his burned ass car burned discovered ass. thirty hours after he disappeared, and it was four hundred miles away in the it was four hundred miles away from Phoenix in California, I believe. San Diego. Yeah.
0: Six thirty two in the a.m. This thing was ablaze when they found it.
2: But one thing that I would have never thought about. And I thought, I think about, like, crazy stuff, but, like, as a detective, he's like, you could tell the car was washed. He said, it didn't look like it had just come from Phoenix, like, on a road trip. Yeah. He said there was no bugs. He's also, for somebody to, like, you know, clean the car and then set it on fire, he's like, I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and even, like, the spare tire was gone and, like, the, the tool... And uh, like, everything in the back, like there was no personal items in that beat at all. It was just a burnt ass car. <laughs> it was
2: just a burnt ass car, <laughs> and that's kind of where uh, Unsolved Mysteries really leaves us. But because we have the power of the internet, we kind of know a little bit what. Ha- oh, actually, they did talk about more in the in the episode, but
0: yeah, they totally. I guess
2: do. once they get once they get to like the conclusion where the show would have ended, that's kind of where I put. My two cents in or our two cents rather.
0: I mean all they knew about the car was yeah, like totally clean and also that there was some sort of accelerant used so it didn't accidentally burn.
1: It wasn't like it overheated and caught fire. It was <laughs> it didn't deliberately it, set it didn't it on didn't
0: spontaneously fire. combust. It, this it car
1: is on fire. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Sorry. Well. Could have hit them highs? <laughs> I <laughs> squeezed my nuts really hard to hit that note.
0: <laughs> I feel like that was a joke for the other one, too. This oh. car is a fire... How did, how did we not... It's just... It's I so... It's so... It's there. <laughs> That's um, funny. Angelo's car, so, you're a firework... Nah, nah. Sorry. So,
2: anyways, they do talk about how his... Um, they do talk about that they did catch somebody. Um but it's kind of convoluted. I Even even I had trouble. Let's
0: see if I can break it kinda. down.
2: Because um, there was two different people. What what confused me is the dude that looks like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Joe, Joe <laughs> Callow? Yeah. My name is Joe Callow. Yeah. I'm not Jerry Gallo. Jerry Gallo's dead. <laughs> That's it. Do you know the reference? No, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's from my cousin Vinny. Oh. Not Jerry Gallo.
0: <laughs> Jerry Callow. Um, C-A-L-L-O. Uh, so according, okay, I'm going to try to break this down. Cause I think I took okay notes. So Joe, Joe Callow was arrested in March on the conspiracy to commit armed robbery and burglary on Angelo Callow uh, on Angelo. Sorry. So Callow was a friend and a business associate and he knew a bunch about the disappearance. And oh yeah. Got I
2: feel like I didn't, I didn't touch on that at all. How they were saying how he was very, um, he didn't really have a lot of like seedy past, like not really many dirty uh, business dealings. Not either. a lot of dirty. Well, they, clean,
0: they did though eventually, beads. but so, so his, um, yeah, so it was, so he knew about a lot about the disappearance and it was all from James majors who was in jail for some other murder murder charges at the time. So majors told him that it told Carlo that he went into the house. He got into the house by asking him for a glass of water and then he took him at gunpoint, robbed the house, then uh, then took him um, to his car, and he drove them to the desert where he killed um, he killed Desideri somewhere in between Phoenix and San Diego. Yeah. And um, and then he threw him. He placed He placed him in the trunk, and then they and then he bought a shovel and a pick, and buried the dude near a large tree on a desert back road. And then after he buries him he gives the shovel and the pick to the family living in the sh- in the shanty nearby like a low income family that was like yep. <laughs> super weird He's like you want
2: some tools here's some tools like i have them i don't need them here
0: here's you. some implications i oh, don't know here's here's get rid of them here's some pieces of evidence that'll convict you for murder family here you go yeah. <laughs> um and then he did and, it and then um, he also told him about uh, major's storage locker which found a bunch of Des- Desideri's... uh Stuff that he stole from him So And they talk a little bit more about it But really it's like uh, it, it's It seems like Kahlo um, Was a He was the guy who sets up the hits Because Kahlo was uh, Convicted for multiple life sentence For Angelo and six other contract killings mm-hmm. So he like I feel like he was the guy who like You called and he Set he, him up for yeah. it Yeah um, So he died in prison Fuck him Hi, one
1: 800 murders are us Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
0: And then James Majors uh, was sentenced to death for three uh, other murder, uh, other murders. So he wasn't, I, I guess, I don't know, they couldn't
1: get him. We have uh, whack jobs for every budget. I didn't whack go into job. more
0: specifics about that, but it seems like he but, was never really formally charged for this for some but
2: reason. What uh, I don't understand is why he came forward in the first place. Um, like why did he bring, Why did he give up all this information?
0: Well, I guess they figured out. The, um, they, I mean, we don't get that information. Um, another thing right. I found online was that um, they were thinking that uh, Desideri wasn't going along with their kind of like organized crime thing they were doing in the town, and that that would have been a reason for them mm. to just get rid of him, uh, because he did have multiple businesses in the area. But, I mean, that, as far as motive, that's the only thing I – I mean, that's about it. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Um, let me see. I think I took a screenshot. I'll oh, pause this, but let's see.
1: We're going to have a side salad now, guys.
2: Side salad.
0: Did no, I would not get The anything. chef
1: salad with the ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get anything. That's fine.
2: <laughs> oh, they actually – he claims in the website, in the in the – uh, Until Mysteries website, it says that according to Callow, he and Majors had been hired to murder Angelo. So By like someone else, they huh? They were both hired. Yeah, by Romano.
1: Sp- Ray Romano?
2: Ray Romano, I think a it- known <laughs> drug trafficker. Angelo would ap- had apparently killed, was apparently killed because he wanted to get out of a crime ring. Callow was convicted of Angelo's murder and six other contract killings.
0: Yeah. So this guy's a real. Piece of work, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it still is confusing. Uh,
2: yeah, it's very, very convoluted, but uh, and that's right. I I, I, lo- I lost all my notes. I was like, okay, I'm having a hard time tracking this. <laughs> There's too many players,
0: yeah, <laughs> too many players in this convoluted <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, that was that's the Angelo Desideri case. Desideri, Desideri, Desideri. I don't know, he, he says it two different ways in it, but I like Desideri, Desideri, Deserona, um, Desettle
1: um, Desadon- on the rocks.
0: <laughs> Desarón, de, de, de whatever. Um, yeah, so fuck, dude. De- this was a wild episode. Um, uh, the the cop, the the cop that was nice, the cop that was just lovely, the charming hookers, cop, the charming cop, and then C- Kathy Hobbs, which haunts just fucking haunts me to the, the bone. The real Laura Palmer. Ooh. Yeah, that one's really creepy. Ah, just her writing letters in her room about how
1: she's. Gonna die. Gonna die. Just that's so scary. Do you think she had a secret journal that uh that she gave that, to someone to hold on to? That
0: she gave to a guy who can't leave his house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Um. And then Bill Prin- Bill Puritan found his family. Good for him. Um, yeah. That's such a we shitty, have, heartbreaking one... story of how that family was ripped apart. It's like
2: ripped apart. We have one good news about that whole yeah about this whole episode <laughs>
0: um and angelo our buddy angelo uh just a, Ang. just a nice guy had a lot of friends he still lived with his parents uh he was never married and he just loved the finer things yeah loved the finer things and had, had a the nice, fine life had some nice things um and he was killed mysteriously for not did for they not ever say what did they ever stuff i mean
2: they never said what happened to the uh, attache case
0: or what was in said I'm, attache case?
2: Ooh, maybe it's the one from *Pulp Fiction*. <laughs> it just
0: glows <laughs> gold, <went> <laughs> and we'll never know what. De-sodarios. I'm pretty sure
2: that I'm pretty sure that they found that in Major's' is a locker.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It said it said they found a lot of stored uh, a lot of stuff yeah, in the storage sure. shed. Um. So yeah, definitely a possibility. Um thanks so much for checking us out for another week guys uh we are at the stack pack on your twitter's instagram and what's the other one facebook yes there too. facebook um look us up follow us rate us and review us uh talk to us we usually talk back um we like the show just as much as you do that's why we have that's why we're doing this yeah. um yeah we realize
2: we can't please everyone where can we find you
0: uh i'm at davy Howe on instagram and twitter
2: I'm big bad final bad.
0: and yeah follow us engage uh we're here for you and like always for every mystery there's someone somewhere who knows the truth perhaps that someone is listening right now perhaps perhaps that someone is you have a nice week ciao allora. Allora. <laughs>